chasing you. I can't. My voice is dead. Start us off, Jimmy. Chasing you, you. like a shot of whiskey. Burning, going down. Burning, going down. Chasing you. It's like I'm back at the ball arena. Like those kids. No, I'm not screaming. <laughs> Everybody was screaming. That was the loudest I've seen that. Other than an avalanche goal, that's about the loudest that arena will ever be. The longer we got through the concert, the louder everyone was screaming. Because in the beginning, I can hear myself. At the end, I was actually screaming, and I still couldn't hear myself uh, saying. Yeah. I, I didn't hear you in the video that covered me up video. I don't hear your voice or my voice. Yeah, and I was, I was even singing because I was on your chest. Yeah. and We slow danced. <laughs> that made my day. We'll talk about that in a second. But, yes, if you listened to last week's podcast, which I hope you did, um, we went to the Morgan Wallen concert. I popped my concert cherry. Yeah, and as you can tell by the sound of her <laughs> voice, it was well worth it. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I was already a little sick before, so it's not like I stood a chance. But, man, the how loud I screamed the day after the concert it wasn't nearly as bad as this. I thought that, yeah, I thought that you were playing a joke on me. Yeah, because like my voice would crack if I went into a higher register. Yeah, you legit. But now this is at my actual real voice, you and now sound, my normal yeah. register is starting to go out. Because I was making a joke that, well, I could talk really low like this, and it's not cutting in and out, which is still true. But now my normal register, when I talk like this, keeps going out like I'm a pubescent teenager yeah you sound like how the kids that i'm coaching the youth team how they're gonna sound in like six months oh throw it over here <laughs> yeah there's already been a couple times where it's happened but some of them have hit the growth spurt and now all they're missing is the there's a <laughs> it's the family guy joke but he's like when peter went through puberty he's like hey guys you want to go play some baseball <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this is going to be difficult because she can't laugh, and apparently I'm funny. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go masturbate. That's how he, <laughs> he finishes. That's funny. Yeah. Um, this is the Are We All Right podcast, I'm episode Bree. 17. <laughs> Hello, I'm Bree. I'm Jimmy. Will you follow us at AWAR Pod? <laughs> and new episodes of the podcast come out every Friday. Yes, Morgan Wallen. Mom. Okay, Mom, if you're listening, which I know you are. Tell me I do not sound like freaking Mark Hurd or freaking dentist. I sound exactly like how my dentist does, especially when I laugh now. I go, because I can't, I can't get the laugh out, so I go, <laughs> Mom, tell me that doesn't sound like Mark Hurd. Okay, sorry, that's all I needed. I should call her. Hi, Mom, you're on the podcast. <laughs> no. No, but anyway, I, do, I sound like my dentist. He has, like, this raspy voice, but, like, all the time. <coughs> like, mm -hmm. not just, Yeah. Anyway, that's off topic. But yes, Morgan Wallen. Um, when I was in the car with your mom today, she didn't know that that was my first concert ever. Mm. It was awesome. I feel like... If you're going to make it your first concert ever, you might as well make it your favorite artist. Because <sighs> that's what I did. I mean, I didn't My go favorite country artist. We're going to go through this again like the last I know podcast. It's your, I know it's your favorite artist, but... No, but regardless, yes, he's my favorite country artist. He's a solid like number two on my list of artists. He could even be tied with Red Hot Chili Peppers because I love him for different reasons. I was it's, nobody it was takes awesome. a breakup as well, or I guess as poorly as Morgan Wallen. Yeah, apparently. Oh, but um, Hardy's kind of close. Hardy's cutting it close. I'd say my concert experience. Here's what I told your mom. I said, 
I love the ball arena already because when we went to the Avs games, you can hear. Do I just sound like shit in your ears? No, I sound like shit to me. It's <laughs> you can tell that you're straining, but we love the the listeners. So I got cough drops in. We love the viewers, so we're pushing through <laughs> the it. The viewers. <laughs> anyway, um, when we go to the Avs games, if you're a fan of the Colorado Avalanche, which you should be, because we talk about it on here, and we're in Colorado, so get with it. Um. Oh, they're singing the national anthem. Yeah, they're going to have to sing the Canadian national anthem, too. Well, um, we're recording this week's episode while watching Game 7 of Toronto and Tampa Bay. Yeah, we have hockey on here, though, so we'll do that next. But anyway, when you're watching the Avs games, when they're winning, they sing all the small things. Mm-hmm. So hearing just at least most of the crowd singing that, I would think that that was already loud. And then when we sat there and I was hearing everybody sing Cover Me Up, mm-hmm. any of the songs, but mostly Cover Me Up, it's like, oh my God, that was the most surreal thing I've ever been part of in my life. It was it, it was good, too, because w- since they had to start with the acoustic, since Larry Fleet's bus broke down oh, and he yes. had to start acoustically, when I came back from the bathroom when Hardy was going, I was like, did we accidentally stumble into a punk rock concert? Um, <laughs> Hold on, wait, before you talk about Hardy, let me finish... Because I want to talk about him too. Let me just finish covering me up. Yeah. So, the this is here's how I'm going to describe it to all of you. I'm like slow dancing with Jimmy. Yeah, that's what I told him. That's the one thing I wanted to do during that song. And I didn't cry. I didn't cry during any of the songs. I'm surprised I didn't cry. But we're slow dancing. I'm recording just a part of it. And you just look up. And this is why I like the ball arena because it's enclosed. But you see everyone's flashlights. It was like, because they did that before for the Avs, but mm. it was nothing like that. It's like every single person had their flashlight on. And it just looked like legit stars. It was so dark. There was just stars everywhere. You're not battling opposing fans when you're all at yeah. a concert for Oh, one my person. God. It was beautiful. Just like I could even just stop singing, and I just heard, like, I heard everyone. Yeah. It was just, it's, like, different than hearing it, him singing it to you. And then hearing a whole crowd just singing the words. It was, I don't even know how to describe it besides, like, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, the arenas are, are fun to go to concerts to. See, the, now I'm getting all teary-eyed. The concert this coming weekend for Luke Combs with Empower Field. I, I'm glad that it's Luke Combs at Empower Field. Morgan Wallen could play that venue, but since it's open. I don't think open, I would have liked it as much. Since it's so open, you're going to be, totally different. it'll just kind of pound out yeah. the top of the stadium and we'll be at the top of it so we'll be getting the height of everything so oh. it'll be kind of kind of fun the back on track what i was telling your mom was that i'm if i along those lines i'm interested to see which i like more if i like the enclosed mm-hmm. versus how i'm gonna like because we're gonna be in the nosebleeds for both of them so that's kind of neat but how i like the open stadium versus the enclosed the good thing is that, that the seats are going to be way bigger this week. Yeah, thank freaking God. We're sitting there and <laughs> Apparently so if we you can happy. afford nosebleed seats at Ball Arena, you have the you have eight like 10-inch hips. <laughs> well, Jimmy was like, "Babe, we got the whole row to ourselves." The freaking butthole jinxed us. Excuse me. I look over to the left and some people sat I, down. I look over to the right, the there's like people two people still that getting sat hammered. Down. Yeah. Well, then these two girls come up. And they were really sweet to me. I was talking to them. Uh, they both are from here, from Denver. I made conversation. Anyway, they come into the, the row, and they said, right for next to me. I was like, son of a bitch. Because I had my beer, my extra beer there. I had my shirt there. 
but they were really sweet um it just sucked because in the whole in like what the first two songs we all sat down we we're actually sitting for the oh for the openers that's what it mm-hmm. was for both of the openers everybody sat down and the second morgan came out everyone stood up and i was like son of a bitch yeah i at garth brooks when i went there everybody was sitting down but that made more sense because everybody was a little bit older at that concert um this one was really good i, I liked, didn't mind standing up because yeah. i was so drunk i obviously i couldn't feel my feet but it's a, it's a lot more fun to sing up down when you're standing up with everybody else too oh yeah so when jimmy and i well not just you and me it was the whole everybody <laughs> just but the imagine two of us. Get, yeah just us. just the two of us we can make it if we try no go. but you get your your right arm because the whole entire concert again because you don't have any freaking room because those seats are so small um jimmy had his arm around me and i put my arm under him so we're kind of like at a we're, we look like a v we're like holding each other like that for the whole entire concert your back was sweaty my back was getting sweaty from your arm being on me my hair was getting sweaty because you kept putting your arm around the back of my neck i was hot it would have been a lot easier if we were just one person at that point yeah paid for two seats yeah well, I was telling your mom, I wish it was like the movie theater where you could put the damn middle thing up if you so choose, mm-hmm. because they are, there are people that go in pairs. So why would you not give an option to put the damn thing up and we would have had that much more room? I have one thing that I would like to point out. The guy to my left, the guy that you weren't next to, uh-huh. he's like, he's probably... The boyfriend that took forever to get there. Oh, that's what that was? Yes, because originally that was empty and there was a girl that was the boyfriend of that girl who took forever. It took He didn't get there till like, the freaking second opener. He was, like, 40, and he spent more time on his phone on, like... Yeah. And then I did. Don't worry. I noticed. Yeah, okay. I was. I just wanted to point that out. For all everybody given the, our generation shit for always yeah. being on our phone, that guy barely experienced the concert at all. Well, you and me, like, obviously I have anxiety. It's not a secret. So Jimmy did a good job of keeping me comfortable. Like he's singing with me, even if he doesn't know all the words, he's still singing, having a great time. I saw couples like that and I'm a judgmental butthole. So obviously I'm looking in the crowd, like observing who's doing what, who's not having a good time. Why did you bring me here? Well, yeah. Well, the two, the couple that was right here uh-huh. that I said put his arm around his girlfriend and accidentally brushed against my knee. They were having a blast. Yes. The whole entire concert, they were going like, Oh my god! I they think they were. They showed up crazy. They showed up on ten and then went to like a full thirteen. Babe, every beat that they were like, they were like going at it. I think they were bigger Hardy fans than they were Morgan Wallen fans because when Hardy Actually, was legit, doing his going set, hard, yeah, and nobody else knew any of the words. But to you those saw songs. what I meant when they were like yeah. just going at it. Oh, my point was for up down. Imagine you're you just have your right arm. You're literally just raising it up and down. So it goes. Going up, down, up, down, up, down. Mm-hmm. We got what we got. We don't need the rest. <laughs> God, Jesus, Lord. Anyway, so imagine a whole entire arena doing that. It was awesome. It'll but be. It'll be a very. It's still gonna be a great experience, but it might be. I think you'll find it very different. The good thing about, I mean, the experience that I have, I've seen Garth at Ball Arena, and I've seen him at Empower Field, mm-hmm. and they were good in different ways. Well, that's good. The what you experienced with the twenty thousand people or whatever that were at Ball Arena, I think it was fifteen for what they capped it with the for the concert. Now it's gonna be twice. Seventy? As no, not twice. 
Even more? 75,000 plus people. Because at, Jesus at Lord. Ball Arena, they have to cut it off. At uh-huh. Empower Field, they cut off a little bit, but not quite as much. And well, they have to cut out the back because the stage anyway. But they, It basically goes from the goal line all the re- way rest of the stadium. So I'm listening to you. I just want to see how much has sold out. I'm looking him up on Ticketmaster real quick. I am sure he sold well over 70,000 tickets. Well, remember, this wasn't even supposed to be like a normal tour. He's going on a stadium tour. He only has like, what, four venues that he's going to? And Denver was one of them. Yeah, I think he went to he went to some of the biggest N- or biggest NFL venues. He went to Seattle, I know. He went to Dallas. He'll come here. Apparently, there's talk of the Broncos getting a new stadium, so Empower Field might be getting a makeover soon. A new stadium? Because with the new owner coming in, if it happens oh. to be the Walmart guy, he's going to be able to just buy a new stadium. Well, I was going to say they would probably keep this one and use it for the next season mm-hmm. while they're building the new one. That's what they... But I'm interested to see where they build it. So this is Stadium 2 for what? the Broncos. They're, I told, I tried to show you, but I don't think we were in the right spot. It used to be Mile High Stadium, and it was in the parking lot of where Empower Field is now. So it went Mile High Stadium to Empower Field now, and then they'll probably do the same thing. I don't even... Oh, so when you say Mile High, it's not even the real Mile High we're going to Empower. I thought that was like the same, like one long name. It's been so many different names. It was... Yeah, I never knew there was another stadium. It used to be uh, sponsored by EAS. It was Sports Authority Field, and then Sports Authority went bankrupt. I remember that, Sports Authority Field. It was Invesco. I called it Invesco Field for a very long time, but yeah. Now it's in Power Field at Mile Bryant High. State, Bryant Street or West Colfax Avenue? Oh, no, that's Station. Mile High Stadium. Oh, wow. That is this is this it? Look. Here's my phone. Is that it? Is that the Mile yeah, High? Yeah, it would be. So that's in Power Field. That's uh-huh. where we are. And then Mile High Stadium would have been in this parking lot here. That's oh, is why it demolished now? Yeah, only oh, only part it of it. Exists. No, only part of it still stands, but. So um, I wonder if they would just build it on the same, or if they would like, they have to do it on an off season, remodel it on an off season, because that would suck to make the Broncos never have home games. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, they would. They have contingencies in place for that to happen. I just um, don't know where else they would even possibly put it. It makes sense to have it right next to the ball arena. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been talked about being in a different place. You know, Ball Arena is not the first arena, too. It used to be McNichols. Yeah. Well, remember, I've never lived up this yeah, north, I so I didn't know any of this. <laughs> I legit thought it was called the Mile High Empower Field. Here's a good... Here, I did know Sports Authority, but I yeah. didn't know that was a different field. It's the, sa- it's the same field. It is all the same field. Mile High Stadium was the old stadium. Everything that you're talking about, Empower Field... Oh, it just used to be its own thing. It was demolished, and now it's a new thing. Yes. Oh. How long do you think the Rockies have been around? Five ever? Nope. Really? 1993. Really? Yeah, that was was their first season. Oh, my God. I was, that was like just barely before I was born. Yeah. Six years. Mm Mm-hmm. It was three years before the Avalanche moved here. I think Ashley was born. Yeah, she would have been. It was three years before the Avalanche moved to Colorado because the Avalanche were in Quebec up until uh, 1996. When they canceled the the Canada team. and They, they made sold it. it to Colorado, yeah. 
That's crazy. Wow, I learned something today. Anyway, back to Luke Combs. <laughs> they have um, nosebleeds still in the 500s for 110. I think ours was like 75 a ticket because you didn't care. Mm-mm. But, oh, for Morgan Wallen, I was telling Jimmy, I looked back on there just to see how much the tickets were. In our section, I bought our tickets for like, I don't know, maybe $200 for nosebleeds for Morgan Wallen. Mm -hmm. They're $500 now. So that was absolutely ridiculous. And I was laughing because when we got there, there's people sitting outside the ball arena with signs, need two tickets. I'm like, yeah, who the hell is going to give up two tickets that are worth $500? That's one grand. She, the thing about with people like that, you could charge them more than $500 for them. Okay, guess how much the floor tickets are for Luke Combs? We paid 110 Yeah. Or like for the tickets that we got where we are, it's like 75 to 110 Yeah. Well, now they're 115 but for okay. us it was only like not that much. You said the floor was least was less expensive, which I didn't realize. So yeah, we should just sixty five. We should just sell our tickets and go to the floor. No, sixty five. No, they're more expensive now. Oh, uh, two hundred. Oh no, you're thinking of John Party. John Party, the floor was like half the price than the seats were. The seats were a luxury mm. in the in the stock show thing. Yeah, the arena. Yes. No, Luke Combs is different. The floor is still expensive. It's two hundred ninety nine. That's the section right by the stage. Hmm. I don't even... Apparently, we have a, a whole squad of people that we know are going to this concert. Yeah, Nico's going. Roxy's going with Spencer. A whole bunch of Spencer's Spencer's bringing family. a gang of 17. So Yeah. I don't care. I think we're going to have fun. Yeah, and I we're like going to be meeting up. just you and me. Yeah. Spencer was saying that he's also trying to have people meet up at a bar before. So go down earlier. I know. Not I, don't, to, I don't know about Not that. that we should get super. Yeah, but he does get super. Well, I mean, we don't have to drink when I'm he drinks. I'm spooked. Just okay, <laughs> just like the waiter when we're sitting in the Mexican restaurant. Okay, babe, I'm not going to drink anymore. Tequila shot, anybody? Tequila? And what did I do? A tequila shot. No salt. <laughs> you just can't let him get under your skin. Oh, he's listening. Yeah, I know. Um, Spencer, I love you, but Spencer's the I only can't person, get trashed. Spencer's the only person that I've been that has actually been able to give me a pickle shot. I love pickles. Oh. Actually, okay, Spencer, if we go to the bar, if we decide to go to the bar before, will you do a pickle shot with me? Uh, I can't believe you. Like Just text that. me when you hear this. Got you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But anyway, I'm excited for. I'm, I really am excited. I'm excited to see the difference, mm-hmm. and I do like the Empower Field, but. Um, did I say the right one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm powerful. But I think what's going to suck in the beginning, we have to climb all the way up the goddamn thing. Yeah. And then That's in why the you end, get a beer on the first level and then you finish your beer by the top. Because at the top, it's... Can we go nice and slow? Because when your mom and I went to go get to our seats, we like did the whole entire ramp all at once. And I was like... <sighs> yeah, so we'll do our... We'll get a beer at the bottom. Kay. We'll get a beer at the main concourse. We'll, we'll get mosey. a beer. At, yeah, we'll mosey. Oh, you should ask your uncle if he bought a spot or not. I don't think they do the like, concerts. Oh. Well, anyway, when we go down, I already know we're going to be drunk. That's going to suck having to go through three freaking levels. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So I'm not excited for the walk up or down, but I'm really excited. So oh. let's talk about the openers. Yeah. Now we could talk about. 
So, okay, if you don't know who, um, well, Larry Fleet, we'll talk about him first of all before we talk about Hardy. Let's talk about Larry Fleet. Larry Fleet he was the has first a song right now out with John Party. So if you're a country music fan. And he's awesome. His When he was playing, I got the vibe of that I was like on the riverside listening to like like real folk, folky type of yeah, he type did, of country. He did an acoustic set because his truck, his bus broke down and he couldn't bring all of and, his equipment. Um, sorry. Cleveland? What did he say? Yeah, something like that. The guys that he put, so he his bus broke down in Cleveland. The guys that he played yeah. with were two people that he flew out that day. So he used Morgan Wallen's guitar. Yeah. That was awesome. I bet that was cool for him. But See, what? I don't. What? I don't know. Apparently, yeah. like what he was saying, he worked construction or laid concrete for a long time. Yes. I don't think that I know that he knows it's a big deal touring with Morgan Wallen. But in my mind, he seems like the kind of guy that would be like, "Hey, Morgan, let me borrow that guitar." Not, yeah, like hey, a friend. Can I please yeah. use your? Oh my gosh, this is the guitar that Morgan Wallen uses. But not, it was cool that he was saying, like, in between the songs, like, we made it. I mm-hmm. still can't believe we're here. We made it. Yeah, he wasn't I supposed to be here. I would cry if I was an artist and I was like, holy shit, I'm playing, I'm opening for Morgan Wallen. Yeah. And then he was good. Honestly, it if it all all it came down to was whether or not if we knew a couple more songs, Hardy would have been the most fun that I would have ever had at a concert. Because he was he, Larry Fleet warned us that he was going to melt our faces off. He did melt our faces off. He was more of like a rocky country. Yes. And Larry Fleet was more of like a. I'm my town smaller than your town, yeah. and I got a lip, I got a bigger, I don't know, something. He cusses a lot in his He's music. more of like a... He reminds me of like punk rock country almost. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. The first song, Wall to Wall, that is still it's all down. So, yeah, now let's yeah. talk about... I was going to say they're both signed to Big Loud. That was the whole reason is Hardy and... What's Big Loud? Larry Fleet is Big Loud. I don't know what Big Loud is. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I don't know if they're a label, like a group. You know how like Ramen, Field by Ramen, carries a bunch of famous artists. You don't know Field by Ramen is either? I don't know a lot of labels. Hold on. Most of the artists Let that I listen to are, who are all is independent. Paramore, Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots, Haley Williams. Are all Big Loud? No, Field by Ramen. Oh. Fun, Gym Class Heroes. Okay, but what's who's, who's all in Big Loud? Fallout Boy. Sorry, I'm looking it up. Big Loud Records. But did you know that? You didn't know Field by Ramen was a company? I yeah. don't follow record labels neither do i i don't listen but you could buy merch that's why i know about it mm. all right is it big loud is an american independent multi-sector located in nashville tennessee makes sense why they're there hardy though. morgan wallen ha, mason ramsey Ernest. let's see if there's any big names give me a concert with mason ramsey opening up for hardy please hell yes that come on that'd be awesome I mean, he's older now. He probably wouldn't sound the same, but... Yeah, he has the new song that just came out. What new song? Um, oh, yeah. The, when that he's was famous on TikTok. I was holding on the doors, yes. holding your hand. He still sounds like a kid. Getting off of work just as fast as I can. Calling you up, asking what you're doing. He sounds yeah. like you wrote a country music song for a, C- a sitcom on CBS. But Hardy, um, anyway, Hardy's a songwriter. Let's get back on track. He's this written sh- songs This whole for, show has not been on track. I know. He's written songs for Florida Georgia Line, Chris Lane, 
Not yet. I did, We're not did, bringing out the O button. No, nobody can hear it. Blake Shelton, uh, Thomas Rhett, and Morgan Wallen. Yes. So basically he's a huge... He wrote uh, God's Country for Blake Shelton. Yes. And he, he sang that one. Yes, he did sing it. It was freaking awesome. He also has it down where you pander to the home audience coming out in the Broncos gear. He yeah. knew that was going to be... Ah, ah, what ah. number did he wear? He just he had his own jersey. Oh it was yeah, a custom it was jersey. a number and it said Hardy. Yeah, and then he had the D, the DU sweater was pushing it a little bit because we don't really care about DU. It's cool. If it was an Av sweater, he would have. Yeah, he, he should have worn like the Rams or something. Well, you don't like the Rams. Did you want him to wear Mountaineers? <laughs> no, but here's the thing: the Rams should know that they're not that important. Just like the Mountaineers know that they're not that important. I know. I don't really care about the Rams. I care more about the Buffaloes because I like their colors. <clears throat> anyway, so yes, the concert was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, my favorite song was still Cover Me Up. I'm so happy he played it. Uh, God, towards the end of it, though. <coughs> you good dog. We're both struggling. Towards the end of it, we were scared because we were crunching on time. The concert started so late. We were afraid we weren't going to catch the last light rail. So here's the thing. The schedule said the very last train leaves at 11.15. So we said, okay, if he has not done singing at 10.50, then we need to walk up or get up out of our seat and start walking towards the light rail no matter what. If he's singing or if he's not, we need to be out of here by like 10.50 to go walk over there. And guess what time we got out of the arena? At ten fifty, yeah, we, we were made at it the to the. We made 10:50. it to the light. So there was, it was at ten fifty four, and then on eleven seventeen were the last two trains to get to the stop that we needed to. Yeah, we made it to the light rail before the ten fifty four train should have been there. And we weren't even running or anything. No, we were just like slightly fast walking, but not really. So it, we get there, and we're all standing there. Some people get on the C and the. Oh, the schedule is all out of whack. Yeah, because it sent it sent two C lines and a W. Which, if you don't live in Denver, I know this doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Yes, our way. It, it, they were going east and west. We just needed to go south, and then the guy comes by. Oh yeah, no, we're sending another yeah, E line. Yeah, the conductor it, dude. It'll be right. It'll be right here. Getting way too close on our business. First of all, that poor girl that was standing next to us, that couple, he got like in their face. Are you going to C? Are you going to C? No, bitch, I'm going to E. God, it was we're a, sending an E. We're sending an E. It no, was a we, goddamn nightmare because... Yeah, we literally stood there for like 20 minutes and he's like, I'm really sorry, this train has mechanical issues, they're coming, they're going to send two trains. So whoever couldn't fit, he said something about two. But yeah, I but I don't even fit. think they did. I don't even think they sent two E-lines, they just sent the one. Yeah. That guy was just trying to get the last train out of there. Yeah. There were people that were giving him the business and it wasn't his fault, but uh, oh yeah, my. Yeah, that old dad, God, like, fuck off. He's mean. I was, at that point, I was ready to hit somebody and I told you I wanted to give the conductor conductor guy a beating. Yeah. I would have gladly passed him up for the dad that was being, I would have came to, I would have defended his honor. Oh, there's our money at work. Shut up, God. That You're fucking old. You can afford to park here then. Jesus Christ. That's the thing. You should know. Nobody's ever invested money in RTD. Yeah. Um, but and also, overall, by the way, the next morning, it did. It wasn't just that train. There was like four other lines that had forty-minute delays yeah, because there were down. mechanical issues. Yeah. So yeah, they need to fix their shit. But you know it wouldn't I, have been a, as big of a deal. But we luckily Dom he volunteered to drive us or agreed yes, to drive you, us, and 
it, it made me feel we bad because him, he was okay. he was already at the station ready to pick us up <laughs> He's like, and I'm here. we're like oh well <laughs> they skipped one train and now the other train is broken down so i guess just drive a little bit further north and we'll meet you along the route um and he brought boom booms yeah he did bring boomer he was said he was boomer was like why the f- why are, why are we, we leaving out? yeah it is so late and then we open the door dad 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 oh my god dad he does love me. Yes, he does. But I wrote Kanye West and Lights on here because I thought that that would be so sick to hear it in the ball arena. I think Kanye West would be actually really cool to see in there just because of how it's enclosed and hearing how much bass that Hardy had. That'd be so sick to hear the bass in Kanye West songs. Even I'm not like the hugest fan of Kanye West, but his songs from the olden days, that's why I wrote Flashing Lights. because You like that song a lot more than I do. There's lots of bass. I know. I'm so sick of you. He's mocking me right now. You can't see it. For the viewers out there. Yeah, the viewers can't see it. He's mocking me. If people pick up this show late, they're going to be like, what the hell? Why the viewers? I don't see any YouTube. (laughs) So let's get back on my list. Let's just end it with how would you rate it out of 10? I would say it was probably a 9. Okay, I'll rate it a 9 just for the seats. Yeah. Uh, my uh, here's my favorite part. Ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. So my favorite part is that I tell Jimmy, "You want to go get me another beer?" Well, you're going to get another beer. This man comes back and gets me my favorite fucking food in the whole ball arena. He got me the ball arena pizza, and I've talked about it before. My family knows. Your family knows. I am absolutely obsessed. I'll kill someone over this pizza. I don't know what it is. It's like crack. I love that pizza. And he goes, here. Oh, I asked you for fries. That's what it yeah, was. I, I asked you to go get me fries at Smashburger. Because we didn't know that there was a Smashburger there. Well, he goes, here. And he hands me the white box. I, th- I was going to open it thinking it was fries. He's waiting for my reaction. I open it. <gasps> oh, my God. It made my whole day. I don't even care about the concert. Is it That just made me feel loved. That you went out to go get me fries, you saw that they had pizza, and you got me the pizza instead. I listen sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It just made me feel love, so thank you. That's my favorite part. That's nice. I fucking love that pizza, and I love you. I love you, too. Okay, so I wrote a thing in here that says moss. Have you ever heard does of this grown ha- what? Does this have anything to do with last night? What happened last night? When you were driving home and the mods kept hitting the windshield? <laughs> no. That oh, was gross, though. This was separate? One hit it, and it went dunk, and left the giant stain. And then another one, dunk. And I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't even use a windshield wiper because it was just smearing it. The Yeah. You've never seen a huge bug until you've driven through the Midwest. We were driving through Iowa, and oh my goodness. Ooh, I should ask mom about that. I could have put a saddle on this thing. That's disgusting. It's how big that... It was a fly. I don't know how it flew. I could have ridden it. Well, I... (laughs) Shut up. I wrote moth because... Have you ever heard a grown woman scream at a bug? Mm, Yes. I know that I... I, I'm a little dramatic. You should have fucking heard me in walking these houses in Timberline. Oh, my God. Something's going on with Castle Rock. And Castle Pines, because they have a freaking moth problem. It was everywhere I went. And you know me, I go out early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a little still dark sometimes. 
And even when the sun first comes out for sunrise, it's still dark inside the house, so I have to use my flashlight. These fucking things come darting at you, flying around. Oh my god, I'm like swatting. Well, the very first house I walked into, when the moth problem started, I walked in, and I just see something, like, in the corner of my eye, go, new, like a scary movie. And I'm walking into the master bathroom to go take pictures of the tile. Oh and my god, oh my god. I'm not joking. It, like, flew at me. And I was, like, swatting in the air. It's chasing you down I had my hair you. loosely in my clip. And I went, oh, my, my clip flew out of my hair. And I screamed like a banshee at the top of my lungs. I went, ah. I am not joking. That thing was flying at me. So the whole entire house I was walking through and I was like, oh, oh, oh God, because I can't see where they are. It's dark. So I'm walking around with my flashlight that they're attracted to. Yeah. That was bullshit. So, yeah. You should have lit a match or something. They don't like well, Yeah, they don't like flame. But, well, they like the flame, but they die. Same thing with electricity. But what it reminded me of is Centennial. Katie would know if, I don't think Katie listens, but... Katie would know when you if you ever go Pueblo to school Centennial, to Centennial by the way. yes if you ever go to Centennial High School in Pueblo there's a specific season which is usually I thought it was around fall not now but there's like a whole entire hallway that's just glass like on the left side it's just huge windows and on the right is all the classrooms and the lockers well it we call it moth season because literally the whole bottom of the glasses. It's just moss, not just dead moss. It's just like fucking moths. moth, moth moths. Moth season. Yeah, you're saying moss, like moth, it could, like could moths. be moss. I'm on, sick. Let me alone. I, I'm just trying to clarify for the listeners. Millers. Okay. We'll call them Millers to make yeah, it easier. Millers. There you go. Uh, I was gonna say visually. Damn it. Auditory. Audi- auditorily. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. It was, it was Millers everywhere. They're like piling on top of each other on the bottom of the windows. They fly all over like crazy because they're the huge uh, lights, fluorescent lights. They're trying to get out the glass. You know they only live for like a day and a half. I know. So then they leave dead bodies all over the floor. Everyone's stepping on them. So they get in the classrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. Like it happens every single year. Like we should talk to Katie about it next time we see her. It's fucking awful so i was sort of prepared for it from that because i feel like i'm going to war because i'm just acha, acha, hi-ya, hi-ya. killing a moth has to be like on the Ew. top 10 filling it in my hand it has Ugh. to be on the top 10 easiest things to do in nature oh no it's disgusting uh, just the, no i'm not yes they're easy to kill they fly into your hand pretty much you could literally just throw a flip-flop at it and go dunk and it's just like poof yeah it's not like trying to hit a fly yeah Oh my god, have you ever killed a cricket or a grasshopper? No. Oh, when you kill them, their body is like, it like pops like a, like a gusher. It's disgusting. They leave the most disgusting body part. I was never a big like fan yellow. of, I, I was never a big fan of bugs. Well, because in my room in the basement, we have a window well. So every once in a while, there might be a freaking cricket that came through the window. So when I still lived at home, which mom would know because she just remodeled the room, I put tape like duct tape along the seams between the the window and the wall mm-hmm. so that nothing could come through and then there's a little part right there like where the window like the glide for the window to slide well there's a tiny little slit that i know damn well spiders come through i had lizards in there before so i put tape there so nothing could come through to ease my mind yeah i hated that shit i hate crickets 
I don't like anything that jumps up or can fly or touch me. I'm like Dom is petrified alone. of earwigs. Dom thinks that an earwig is gonna crawl into his head and lay its babies. Even bees, even butterflies. I mean, I know bees. It's like Mariposas? I just stand still for butterflies. Yes, for bees, I just like please go away, please go away, please go away. If it gets to my face, then I freak out. But if it's like my body, I'm just like, please don't save me, please don't save me. Uh, I'm at least okay with it if they land on me. I swat them. But butterflies, even like I, I just can't do like the little touchy touch. Oh, that spider that was on your back! Oh my god. <laughs> I had a spider on my back. Yeah, it's a daddy long legs. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't gonna. We went to a party yesterday um, for Dalton. Congratulations, Dalton, on graduating. Um, we were all sitting outside on the front porch watching them play cornhole. And there's a spider on Jimmy's back. He's a freaking daddy long way crawling on him. And at first, I literally just, like, went in, like, in a ball. And I was like, oh, my God, Jimmy, a spider's on you. So he stood up. I was going to flick it that way, but Savannah was right there. So instantly in my head, I was like, no. So I flick it the other way with my fingernail. And see, Savvy saw my thought process. She was like, thank you so much. But it would have gone on her probably. I, I didn't have as much of an issue with it as you did. I did. It was crawling towards me. It's like it saw me on your back and was like, oh, my next victim. A daddy long leg? Yeah. They don't even bite. Did you know that daddy long legs are poisonous? But they don't have teeth to bite you. Isn't that funny? So don't eat them is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Good. Taking them off the. Did you know that Daddy Long Legs are one of the most poisonous spiders? No, because I. Fun fact. I don't. I don't necessarily care about them, unless they could bite. Whatever. I don't so, want to be. I don't want to be around a fuzzy spider. I don't want to be around a spider that will bite me. And I don't ever want to be around a snake. Snakes are the devil. They had a really pretty area, though. I wrote so much green because. Oh, I just love this time of the year when it's like starting to get hotter and it's raining a lot more instead of obviously it's not snowing. But it's everything's so green and lush and beautiful. It's like, damn, when did everything just get so green? It's like gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I like driving here up in like around Centennial because you see all the trees like above because you're so high. Like when you're like when we were driving down, I think it was Dry Creek. Or Arapaho, one of them. You see all the trees? Oh, it was beautiful. I really like this time of the year. Yeah. it's That's why I was glad we went to Gunnison when we did, because you get pretty oh, much the start so of all Oh, it was so pretty. But I like seeing the snow with the contrast of all the green trees. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely gorgeous, coming back from Gunnison and yeah. going towards the Monarch gift shop. That was absolutely beautiful, seeing the huge mountain. Oh, even in Crested Butte, that was gorgeous. I just love nature. I'm a nature freak. I'll hug trees, but I'm not... I I don't like your activist stuff, but I'll hug the trees with you. I hug trees? I'll hug a tree. I'd have a beer. I'd have a beer. (laughs) I'd have a beer. So I wanted to start um, some new bits, just to make it interesting for us. So I have a a bit rotation for us, and here are the four bits that we have. We have the bee's thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, we've done it a few times where I just pick out something random that I saw, and then we have a whole convo on it. Um, Two, animal versus animal, which we're going to do one today. 
um, which is the same thing as three, which is character versus character. We did that on the last episode where we talked about Jack Black. It was two episodes ago. Oh, yeah, sorry. And then four, what grinds your gears, which I only got that name off of Family Guy. But, yes, what grinds your gears, so you get it. Yeah, I do get it. So we're doing two of them today because so I'll let you have a choice. Do you want to do animal versus animal first or what grinds your gears? I want to see what grinds your gears. Okay, so I put barbecue. Barbecue, why? Because how are you going to call it a fucking barbecue? All right, I'm about to get angry now because it grinds my gears. How are you going to call something a barbecue when all you're making is hamburgers and hot dogs? If you're going to call it a barbecue, you need to have something that has goddamn barbecue sauce on it. You need to make me some ribs or have something that's smoked or have like a pulled pork or have freaking carnitas, something. Not just hamburgers and hot dogs. What kind of wimpy ass white person barbecue is that? You're so wrong, but I'll tell you why. No! <laughs> you grind my gears now. It's it's called a barbecue because you cook it on a barbecue grill. Shut up. It has nothing to do with the type of food. It has to do with what you're cooking the food no. on. No! Yes. I promise you. Well, maybe I belong in the fucking South because... I need some barbecue. I need some sauce on my barbecue. I haven't been to a single barbecue where somebody brought some goddamn mac and cheese or some coleslaw, even though I hate coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're hanging out with the right people for that. We need to make friends with black people and go hang out at the barbecue. We need to go to the cookout. Canceled. They make the best. Babe, it's soul food. Do you think that we'd get invited to the cookout, number one? Yeah, I'm cool. You probably. I don't necessarily. White boy. I don't. Th- I wouldn't fit in. <laughs> no. Hi, this is my white friend James. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Shut up. No, but I really. have an undergraduate degree in communications and sociology. I don't care if you make it on a barbecue grill or not, Jimmy. What I care about is that I don't think hamburgers and hot dogs is just a barbecue. What if you put barbecue sauce on the hamburger and hot dog? That's disgusting. It's a thought. That does not go on that version of food. It's a thought. Negative. Just throwing out da- just throwing Do you out like ideas. relish? I hate relish. <coughs> no, I don't. You like mustard? No. You only ever put ketchup on things? No. You don't even put ketchup on your <laughs> hot dogs or hamburgers. You just eat it plain like a freak. Yeah. I Okay, listen. I used to hate mustard when I was a kid. And my mom got, because Lindsay and I were picky, picky, picky. Mm-hmm. Over time, my mom would try to get us to try more things. So, one of the things that I hated, I mean, I still hate mayo to this day. Mom also tried me to, like, tried to get me to eat mayo a few Mayonnaise. times. I still don't like it, but if it's in, like, a tiny amount, I'll be fine if it's on my food. Anyway, but mustard. I used to hate mustard. Now you enjoy a nice moutard? I only like it if it's paired with ketchup. I won't eat it by itself. Like on a bratwurst, how you usually only put mustard. I don't really like bratwursts, to be honest oh, with I you. Oh, I love bratwurst. Mm-hmm. I like. If bratwurst I'm gonna eat a sausage, it's gotta be spicy and Italian. Like you? Yes. Hey, I'm not that spicy. You're a little fucking spicy when you're giving me shit, That's telling me, okay, I hear your point, but you're wrong. I, I think that you I, I get where the question comes from. In my mind, it's because I'm cooking it. If I'm grilling something, that's what, what calls it a barbecue. Well, that's what grinds my gears, Jimmy. Okay, okay. Okay, you start the next one. Okay. Animal versus animal. Basically, going back to 
sitting in the locker room in high school and, and having debates like this. Um, and today's question is going to be 500 duck-sized bears versus 500 bear-sized ducks. No, 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 just five. Oh, five. Yes. 500 bear-sized bear ducks. No, five hundred duck-sized bears Jesus or five bear-sized ducks. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll introduce that in a bit. When did Polly Walnuts get here? It's Polly Pilato. Come on, hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so anyway, five hundred duck-sized bears or five bear-sized ducks. Who would win? It's easily five bear-sized ducks. No. 500 duck-sized bears. You think five little mini bears are going to take down five gigantic ducks? You keep reading it wrong. 500 duck-sized bears are going to take down the five bear-sized ducks. No, they're not. It's 500. The duck I, I is the most... I don't care bear-sized ducks. The, Listen. The duck, the mallard, is the most sadistic animal that falls under the fowl category if it has feathers and wings it and it's a duck it is not a pleasant pleasant being it is designed to rape that's they don't have consensual sex as a duck the ducks like yeah (laughs) they hold down the female and then it's weird because the male anatomy for a duck is shaped like a corkscrew and it's sharp so either it they kill like a shark. They and and the female anatomy is like a puzzle. So you have to get the right key and the right puzzle. And if it doesn't work, they just stab the duck to death with their, you know. Okay. Well, I don't think the ducks are going to be raping the freaking bears, Jimmy. They're too small. But anyway, if that's what you're I basing think, your argument off of, is, I just yeah, I'm the five bear-sized ducks will just rape them to death. That's awful. I think they would. God, babe. Hold on. I'm just saying that ducks have a pissed off <laughs> demeanor. Ducks, Canceled. ducks, it's on site with ducks. Any anybody sees a duck, it's on site, kind of like a goose. Can I bears? Give my reason? Yes, give your reason. Okay, think of it like the penguins of Madagascar. There's only four of them, but they kick ass, don't they? Yeah, listen, listen. I'm not basing my whole argument off of the penguins of Madagascar. My point is. They're still bears, even if they're small. They're bears. It's like the bear size of a toddler. They could still... Free- it's basically bear cubs. Think of it that way. 500 bear cubs. They're still going to know how to freaking come at you with their giant... Cl- or, well, they're still big. They're itty-bitty claws. Oh, shut up. They're still sharp. I hate you. They're still sharp. But just imagine if they're smart and strategize, the all 500 bears could go at one duck at a time. And... They don't have freaking arms, babe. They don't have arms. I don't care if they, they could be smart even if the duck is trying to peck at them. All they have to do is go to their feet and gnaw off the damn legs. And then they go for the throat. No. I. Yes, the bears would win. I don't care what you say. I don't think the bears would win at the, all. The I think the ducks, the ducks would go in and the bears would be like not 100% invested in the fight. And then the ducks being the ducks. Oh, you want to fight, bro? Yes. <laughs> This would be the last this is this would be the last sound that the bears heard. But like dinosaur loud. That's it. That's all that's gonna happen. You want me to play some bear sounds? 
I know what a bear sounds like. It sounds like, tell everybody I'm on my way. Last ye- just last year, we lost my dear husband, Edgar. Quit, Quit telling everybody I'm dead. Sometimes it sounds like he's just right next to me. You guys should write into our email, arewealrightpod at gmail.com, who yes, you think Spencer. would win. Uh, it doesn't Come have to on, just be Spencer. Spencer. Come on, Zach. Who would win, the 500 duck-sized bears or the five bear-sized Spencer, ducks? Spencer, I built you a moat today, so you better have my back. You did not build him a moat. I dig. I, I supervised. I dug the trench. Yeah, you I supers. Supervised. All you See, supers. This is exactly what I was saying. When you get mad and salty, you get an Italian accent. You just got one. <laughs> what are you talking you about? You Italian super. You you supervises. Uh, yeah, yeah you got an accent. Supervise, right? I'm play it back. <laughs> In editing, go back and play it back. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God, baby, got an Italian accent. It's hilarious. Supervisors. No, I dug the whole new sprinkler line. Okay, and listen, here's that. You see, sometimes when you get like that, you sound like Bob from Bob's Burgers. When you emphasize things like that, sometimes I've got the whole song a lot. Sometimes there, like there are times where I actually, because Bob has no control over anybody, and his family just constantly pisses him off. Who's the voice actor? No idea. I don't know his name. He's the same guy. He does Archer. Can we please go watch that movie? Yeah. But here's here's my thing. I, I empathize with Bob because mm-hmm. all his family does is piss him off. John Benjamin. And nothing he can do. Like, it's always something new with his family. So there's sometimes I'm like, oh, really? Okay. I want to see if he's Italian. I don't think so. You don't know that. Well, I'm looking it up. Bless you. He was born in Massachusetts. He's probably Irish. Uh, oh, wow, he's Jewish. That too. It doesn't say. But anyway, um, yeah, so let us know. One of you two, please send in your submissions. Please vote for the, so if you need to hear the question again, 500 duck-sized bears versus five bear-sized ducks. Please vote for the 500 bears. Team Jimmy, bear-sized no, ducks. No, Team Bree, 500 bears. You keep saying 500. I said five duck-sized bears. Oh, okay. Just because I said it wrong once doesn't mean I'm going to get it wrong all the time. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Oh. Before we talk about that button, let's talk about our last topic, which is our hockey recap. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you've been following the Avs, you'll know that the Avs freaking won. Woo! Yeah. Sweep. In uh, how many games? Just four. four. Yeah, they won all you three have of the to home win games and their one away game. No, it was two home games and two away games. It was two games in Colorado, two games oh, in Nashville. Oh, yeah, two, two, one, one, one. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yes, they won their two home games and they won their two away games. Which, didn't you say it was a big deal if you can win the away games? Yeah. Uh, the thing about, so since they play seven-game series, it's called home ice advantage when you're the higher seed. So you get the first two games at home and then you get the last game at home for your home ice advantage. When you're the team that doesn't have that, you want to at least win one game on the road. Because then it turns, it changes the odds or changes the way that you can win to the to a point where it's like a five game series instead of a seven game series. So the fact that they didn't let, because they were close in game two when they went into overtime, they were close to letting Nashville yeah. win one in Colorado and they didn't. And then all they needed to do to be successful out of the next two games was win one, and they ended up winning both, and both were without Kemper. So it was yeah. it was good. Awesome. 
But now, I'm going to be honest with you, Jimmy. I'm scared. It's. I'm scared of dying, but hold on. I'm going to die from this cough. I swear to God, I should stop talking. We're almost done. See, you're dying too. It's like anyway. getting my big break in laryngitis. I'm scared because they're about to play the blues. Yeah. And we went to go see them play the blues and they lost. That, here's the thing. That was before they became the most dominant team in the league. That was at the very, very beginning of the season. And that was when they were on like, that was their only time that they lost four games in a row. They lost four out of five to open the season and then won 35 in a row. So, yes, I agree with you. We didn't look good that game. and But it was early is what you're saying. Yeah. It was too early to judge them. It it didn't really matter. The way that the bracket worked out, we have the harder game in this round no matter what out of anybody else left because we were going to play Minnesota or we were going to play St. Louis, and Minnesota has a a goaltender who's won a Stanley Cup, and St. Louis has Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, and St. Louis has Ryan O'Reilly, who used to be uh, used oh, to be the oh, captain oh, for the Avs. and they won a, a Stanley Cup in 2019, so they're good. It's not going to be easy. I was listening to one of our one of the f- far end of the benches friends that we do podcasts with periodically. Tell it as it is. Yeah, I was tell, listening. Tell it, tell it as it is. Yeah, tell um, it as with Grish, Griffin and Christian, not Christian, Griffin and Christian, and they were saying that. The good thing, so if this were last season and we were watching them play Nashville, the way the team was built and the way the team kind of thought would have been, bless you, bless you. They When they went into overtime in game two, there was a way higher possibility that they would have lost that. They would have anything. When Kemper went down, they probably would have gave away that game too. They didn't have the mental toughness to push through any kind of adversity and now you played a series where you were clearly the dominant team but you overcame obstacles in winning and now you're gonna have to go beat a very good st louis blues team who honestly if they're able to get past you could go on and and play in the stanley cup final i don't think that they're good enough to win but i think whoever wins the series that the avalanche are playing in right now are gonna be into the stanley cup finals so what were you saying earlier? You'd be willing to go to a game of what? No, I'd be willing to go to the DNV bar for a game. DNVR oh. bar for a game. Because yeah, they do watch parties. Ever gone. I know. I want to do that. Um, we should pick a day. Yeah, when when the new schedule comes out, we'll I pick a like day. I would like to see if they win these two games, though. We should watch at a away game, not a home game. Because you know damn well that bar is going to be packed for a home game and everyone's going to lose their shit if they lose. Yeah. So I think we should go for one of the away games. We should wait for the first two. And now that you've seen me through a series of playoff avalanche playoff hockey. I know how you are now. Yeah. (laughs) God bless it. You're still worse for the Bengals than you are for the Avs, but you are still pretty bad. We haven't had an elimination game for the avalanche yet. The avalanche haven't been on the brink of elimination. That was why the Bengals playoff games were always so intense. But they also got all the way to the Super Bowl, and that's why it was such a big deal because, holy shit, they just made it to the Super Bowl. It was the only time that they've ever the done that. The year that he gets a new girlfriend on the good luck charm, rubbing eggs on his head, getting rid of the bad luck. Yeah. It's all thanks to me. You're welcome. Mexican juju yeah, is why I, the Bengals the made Bengals. it to the Super Bowl. Yes. You made that joke, like, right when you met me. They started doing awesome. So, just saying. I'll take it. Hopefully, they keep it up next year. <laughs> Did you hear that? 
I had it under my leg and it went, oh. Polly Walnuts, get out there. It's not Polly your area. Pilato, come on. They don't know who it is because that. Maybe... All right, well, let's talk about it already because okay. yeah. they keep using so, the button. So play the button. Okay, my question for the listeners. Oops, sorry. Do you think that we recorded that off of, like, we put it up because we got the staples button that you could record whatever you wanted yes, to say? Yes, I finally got a buzzer because I wanted to go, Urgh. For If the Avalanche make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, we might have to change it to the Avalanche goal to horn. The, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but. <laughs> I love this new house, but the lights are going crazy. The lamps, yes. Yeah. Oh. So is that. Did we record that from watching The Sopranos? Because you guys know that we're watching The Sopranos. Or did I do the... Oh, now play it again. Well, now we have to pull up a... Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I'll Just get it. pause it. All right, here we go. Play it. Oh, Paisan. Oh! Back up. Oh! <laughs> You'd have to play that compilation. I, it kept going. I hit the, yeah. I missed the pause button twice. Yes, it's me doing the O. Oh. Wow, how would we ever know? Oh! (laughs) No, because, so, we talked about it in the last episode, but we're going to start rewatching The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Because I rushed through it the first time because I was trying to get to the movie. But, and I I did like it. I I loved that series. It was intense. It was insane. But I want to rewatch it. So now this time I'm not rushing. And I can get more of the details. And I like to be able to talk to you about it to discuss. And I've, when I rewatch, like Grey's Anatomy, like I've watched that like five times now. Or like The Office, I notice little jokes and stuff there, mm-hmm. like hidden jokes. That's the whole point is that I want to rewatch Sopranos to see the small details now so that I could talk to you more in depth about it because it's one of your favorite shows. So I think that'd be really cool for me to be able to have like in-depth conversation with you about it when we do talk about it at the season ends. Yeah. And I already told you something that you had no idea about in the first episode. When- oh my God, we were watching the pilot at his house and I was like, what in the heck? This is so different. Tony's not fat. I mean, no, I, but the cinematography is a little bit different. In that scene where Christopher is driving Tony around. The actor who played Christopher didn't have his driver's license when he shot that scene. Yeah, that's funny. He had to go. They, He wrecked the first car, he said, and then he had to go. The studio forced him to take driving lessons because <laughs> he wrecked the car with him and James Gandolfini in it. And they're like, yeah, we can't lose you two guys. So So when they crashed together, James Gandolfini was like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. I can actually picture him in my head, like, right as they crash. Oh, Christopher. I love that. You know that I love that. That's like my favorite sound bite. Christopher. 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 Anytime I, I hear or see him or Jimmy talks about him, I always go, Christopher. Because I like how they say it. Fuh. Yeah. Christopher. Christopher. The Jersey accent's a little lazy-ish. I just love the show already. Everyone looks Italian. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love Polly. She sent me here for the gabagoo. I think, who's your favorite character? My first favorite Harold, I'll tell you mine. We'll see if it changes. How about that? We'll see if it changes through the seasons. Mm-hmm. Because even through Yellowstone, you had different favorites, like who you would prefer that season. Well, I've always loved Polly, and Christopher's a good number two, even though Christopher's like a terrible freaking person. I think, well, I mean, so is Polly, but. 
Yeah, Polly kills an old woman, remember? Still, he's my favorite, though, because he's cool. He gets the little, the maloch hands. Yeah. And he goes, oh. Oh, I have a story. So, you know, have you realized that he doesn't, he stands like this? He doesn't stand with his hands in his pockets or anything like that? He stands Is with his hands. Is because he went to prison? He, yeah, he was in legit... That guy, so the guy, actor's name is Tony Sirico, and he was actually a, an associate of the mafia and had been arrested for enforcing for him. In in prison, apparently, you like, you're supposed to carry your hands kind of folded at your chest or just here in case something has to go down. Because if your hands are in your pockets and a fight starts, you have to pull your hand out of yeah, your pocket you and then fight. But if you're here, you can just throw right off your chest. I bet you he was actually really helpful filming all of that because... I wonder if he ever got, like, PTSD and would, like, think it was real at a point. He, he did bring in, apparently what was said was he could never be, it could never be written into the show that he was a rat. And um, he did his own hair. Yeah, he wouldn't let anybody touch his hair. Who was the one in the Saints, the Many Saints of Newark that was bald and that had a toupee? Silvio, that's Sil. That's the guy that he's talking about blowing up Artie's restaurant in the first episode. I think after we watch this, we're going to have to watch that again so I can make the connections because it's been too long and I forgot what the Saints of Newark yeah. was totally about. Yeah, I think it would be probably a good thing. It's going to be fun. I would, I think it's the greatest television series of all time. What I think we should do is after we go through... Woke up this morning. After we go through Sopranos... We should watch, I'll let you take me through Breaking Bad, because I've never seen that. Oh my god, please? Yeah, we'll do, please. we'll go Sopranos and then Breaking Bad, because oh I want to compare. Those are the two that are always argued about as to which yes. is the best. And then we have to watch El Camino. Oh my god, I'm so excited. What's that? It's the newest movie that came out um, from, well, I shouldn't say newest, because there's only one. But it's basically like the Many Saints of Newark, but for Breaking Bad. It was the ending sequel for Breaking Bad, and I thought have that you was seen any of it Saul. before I make? No, I no, that's not, a spinoff series. I have not seen. Okay, I won't single... spoil it for you, but basically, the whole point of the movie is to show what happens like right after the 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 finale, the final episode ever. Hmm. It's awesome, <coughs> but um, it's absolutely amazing, and I don't know how long uh they waited before they filmed it let me see when was the last episode of breaking bad 2013 i think yep september 29 2013 mm -hmm. and now it's it started when did el camino breaking bad come out october 11 2019 yeah six years they waited. They waited even longer because the Sopranos ended in two thousand and six, so they waited a long time for Many Saints of Newark. But it's also, it's related, but it's not. It's not even really a prequel. You see the characters in their prior. You kind of see the characters from the Sopranos in their prior years, but it doesn't have a whole lot to do with them. It's more about Dicky, and it's. I'm a little Dicky. <laughs> It's about Dickie Moltisanti. I'm little Dickie. Yeah, I, I, the only good thing, like it ties it ties together what happened to Dickie, like no, who you know actually what it killed talks him. About that, it's way less fun than being in Chris Brown's body. We don't like Ed Sheeran's body. No, you but guys we have do to like watch Kendall Jenner's. 
We do. Oh like my Kendall god, Jenner. we can't talk about that on podcast. <laughs> rated R, rated R. Yeah, that would be, that would be explicit. Oh, um, I guess before we wrap things up. Oh. Oh, where'd the button go? Hold on. I have my. F- I have my first interview for a teaching position on Thursday. He does. Congratulations. So it'll be the day, day before you guys listen to it, but hopefully that went well. Yes, everyone cross your fingies. Yeah. Oh, well. It'd be I'll let right you guys way. know, good or bad, one way or the other. But well, listen. We'll see if I'm drinking for sorrow or drinking for happiness at Luke Combs. <sighs> you don't have to drink for sorrow. I'm kidding. Babe, listen. Here's the thing. No matter what happens, it doesn't mean that's your last door that opens. Remember, I didn't work at Kiwit, and I thought that was the end of my life. When I went through three interviews, look at me. I went through three rounds of interviews for Kiwit. Three of them. And they're like one of the biggest builders in America for Kiwit for construction. So when I got that call back that I ultimately wasn't chosen because I didn't have a field experience, I literally was just so depressed. My sister had to like just smack me and be like, she didn't physically slap me, but she did give you never me know. a... She gave me a verbal beatdown and was like, you're stupid. Get back out there. Start fucking applying again. I will help you. And that's when Ashley started helping me apply for jobs. And what happened? I got this job after two months of straight applying. Mm-hmm. So the world is hurting for teachers. You're going to get a job. It's not going to be a shitty job. I'm sure you can find one that's a perfect fit for you. And even if you have to start somewhere, so be it. But what I want to see from you is that I don't want to see you sad through this whole process. Yes, it sucks to get rejection. I hated it too. But I'm going to be Ashley for you. I'm going to be that person to tell you, all right, it really sucks you got a rejection. But let's suck it up and let's keep going. Because I believe in you. Your whole family believed in you. We helped you through your tests. You can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So just don't get sad about it. It's going to be good. I'm not sad about it. Sometimes it sucks, but at least I haven't been interviewed yet and been told no off of an interview. I just know I think you have I, a fear of failure, and <coughs> I don't want that to like destroy your um, optimism. No. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that to destroy your good outlook on like the future. No, I think I'm. I think I'm going to be able to impress them enough in the interview that it won't matter that I have zero experience. And we'll have to go through the program and, and all of that kind they of stuff. They wouldn't have asked for an interview if they didn't like <coughs> that you were going for your alternative license either. I know. And this, I'm not going to say the name of the school until uh, yeah, until don't. it would be official. But I've had teachers, I had teachers at Cherry Creek when I was going to high school there that started at this school. So it's obviously a place that gives teachers an opportunity early. I and think that'd be nice because. If I stay there, if I, if I stay there, I stay there. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, if you like it, it you would, should, because I could come see you on lunches and stuff and be like, hey. It it would depend on what happens with the district, because they've had some superintendent and, and board issues. But for now, it seems like a decent place for a teacher that's starting out to be, and, and we'll see what all happens. We'll, it'll, it'll also probably ultimately affect coaching, where I yeah. end up doing that at some point. But I'm sure you can find, hopefully, something coaching down there, though. Yeah, I'm definitely committed to. Or I'm committed to Rock I Canyon. And should, I don't. I think this should be your last season with Rock Canyon, though. I'm committed. I'm. We're gonna try and do. I'm doing everything I can to help them, and we'll see how like far we can like a, go. A power struggle, not with you, but with them not respecting you. 
We'll see. The kids and the coaches. That's just my outsider view, though. I'm not there. I know. So that's only my opinion. That's not me telling you to quit. That is only my opinion from what I've heard. I know. So please don't quit. I'm just saying. I'm maybe not it quitting. Maybe it might be something to look for new opportunities after. I'm I'm 100% committed for the season. It was always going to be a 100% commitment for a season and see where things go because they might have not wanted me to come back, depending on how the season went. This turned into a hot-to-hot. Yeah. It's kind of different when it's just you and me, and then I forget there's a whole audience listening. Sorry, guys. It got deep. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to try and wow people in the interview, and I think that's... Give them the old razzle-dazzle. That's all I got. <laughs> it's a whole lot of show with not much substance. You are a lot of razzle-dazzle. Look over here. Look over here. Don't pay attention to that. Look over here. Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> and with that note... Follow at AWARpod. This has been episode 17, Are We All Right Pod at gmail.com. Uh, send in questions. Answer our question 500 duck sized bears or five bear sized ducks. Um, who's who's right. going to win in a fight? And be on and the lookout. We'll, we're post Morgan Wallen this episode. We'll be post oh Luke Combs God. next episode. I better get my voice back before then. Because, like I said, I'm going to get my voice back. I'm not going to be sick anymore. And then it's just going to go all downhill all over again. Probably. Well, not the sick part, but my voice, yes. All right. And then, are we, are we all right? No, we're both dying. <laughs> we'll be okay. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye.